0: Hey guys, what's up and welcome to Ponder Importance Podcast. I am your host, Apostle MB, and it is a certainly a delight to have you with me, joining me today on the podcast. I pray, first of all, that you guys have had a great weekend, and and uh, as you are preparing yourself this Monday morning to get started and setting yourself for the week, I just wanted to share something, uh, as many of you guys have probably been hearing uh, on the news and, and uh, listening, and probably have received in the mail about our 2020 census. So I'm really excited today on the broadcast for two reasons, for one, to have this uh, uh, such wonderful, uh, just an all around great guy uh, that is full of, of a whole lot of wisdom and a whole lot of different areas, not just spiritually, but in many different areas to have him. And also, I'm excited because, uh, and Pondering Points is, is uh, we've not been here but just a little while, but this is uh, my first time having. A guest uh, up until now has been you guys been hearing me and uh, and hearing from my thoughts and from my ideas and and all that wonderful stuff. But also this this podcast is a informational podcast, meaning the fact that uh, there will be times that we share information. And so today uh, we're going to be sharing some vital information that I think will be of help for uh, help to you, help for you. My guest today is is uh, Mr. Richard Carr. Uh, first of all, he is a elder in his church at Mount Pleasant Missionary Baptist Church in Clinton, North Carolina. He's, he's a, uh, uh, I, I like to say that he wears many hats and, uh, and he's, a, he's an expert in many things. But he is a project and communication specialist. Uh, he's the deputy clerk of uh, the board of uh, commissioners, Sampson County Board of Commissioners. And, and this is where uh, he's, he's going to be playing a part today. He is also the chairperson of the Complete Count Committee. This is the Census Committee. And uh, I was fortunate to be a part of that committee, or am uh, part of that committee, and I was heading up the faith-based uh, side of it, kind of getting the information to our churches and all that stuff, and of course, the pandemic hampered a whole lot of stuff, but uh, today, uh, we're so happy to have him, and uh, so without further ado, welcome uh, to Pond Reforms Podcast, uh, Mr. Richard Carr. We're glad to have you
1: today. Apostle Beckton, it's certainly an honor to be with you today, uh, just as it is any other day on any other platform. It's certainly an honor. Uh, thank you for having me, and thank you for just this. This um, wonderful ministry tool um, that's providing information, not just spiritual which, information, which is of, of the utmost importance, but also just information to help us uh, ideally walk through this world that we're living in. Um, sir, certainly, an honor, sir. And um, Amen. I hope I hope I hope our listeners
0: will be able to benefit from the information we to shared today. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you again. And 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 probably in the midst of this, I'm going to probably be calling you Mr. Carr, Elder Carr, and uh but uh th- th- and I, I said this a few minutes ago. He's he's just an all around uh good guy and, and uh good conversations when you talk with him and, and uh uh and matter of fact guy's just a sidebar. He and his wife both are some awesome, awesome people uh, had an opportunity. If you if you don't get a chance, uh, go back and I think they still have it on their page on Spirit uh, on um, uh, Clinton Family Worship uh, Facebook page. They they just uh, recently did a series and it was our our service taping that. It was very powerful. I had to contact uh, the pastor and and himself to uh, let them know how powerful uh, of that ministry tool that they had did and that information that they put out. It was very powerful. Um, so let's get started. And, and um, my first question, and as we talk and relate about the census, about the 2020 census, and, and, and it is coming to a close, as, as he and I was talking before uh, we begin, uh, it, it is, we're kind of at the 23rd and, and, uh, and some change hour. We're getting close to the very end of this, but, uh, Elder Carr, tell us, first of all, what is the census? The
1: census is a very, uh, it is somewhat an elephant, and it it's very detailed, very comprehensive and, and very, um. Uh, it's a lot to sort of to try to swallow in one setting. So I've, I'm going to try my best to break it down and feed it to us uh, in portions that we can understand to get what we want to get accomplished. In short, the census is um, it is a constitutionally mandated program that involves numbering or the counting of the people of America. Basically it is the process that our government uses to identify how many people are living in our country um mm-hmm. now as i mentioned it is constitution mandated um, since the constitution was written it has been a part of uh it is it is law that the government conducts the census every 10 years the last one that was um, conducted was in 2010 and so now we're conducting again in 2020. Essentially, as I mentioned, is the counting of the population, but we're counting the population with the intent of um, identifying where the needs are, how many um, how many people are in certain areas, and also uh, trying to figure out exactly how we're gonna distribute uh, finances, but also distribute representation um, in, in the, at the government level. Um, and so, in, in a nutshell, that is what the census is. It is a very important part of uh, of our government system, and as I'll share later, it impacts us in many ways if we uh, participated in the way we should.
0: Okay, awesome, awesome. Um, so, so the last one was done in, in 2010, and uh, is that that correct? You said 2010, and and so his as you said, it was done. His has done every 10 years. Um, so it. So I take it that it is. How important is it? For us that are in Sampson County, why is it why is it um, important for us to participate right here in Sampson County? How how is it impacting us uh, in a local level?
1: Okay. One is, it, is the, um, the the process of the census um, is is mandated by the federal government, and what mm-hmm. essentially what the federal, the federal government does is it passes the responsibility down to the next level, which is the state level. And then the state then, in turn, passes it down to the local level, and that's how your counties become involved in the process. Most mm-hmm. of the benefit is going to be focused on a statewide level. However, it is passed down from the state um, resources and funding, et cetera, is passed down to the local level, and it benefits the communities based off of their participation, and that is key. Um mm-hmm. The best way I've, I've learned to explain it over the past nine months, given presentations throughout the community, is people, um, and understandably so, people like to hear how it impacts their pockets directly. Um, mm-hmm. And that is a hard question to answer how does it impact their um, pockets directly, but I can give a few examples of how it impacts us indirectly, and then we'll, we'll get a, sort of give us an understanding mm-hmm. of how it impacts us directly. Um, one of the, the things that happens. Is one community participates heavily, right, whereas another community does not, um, that, community, that community that participated is going to be on the map as the community that has more people. So naturally, from the, from the government level um, and from the state level, more resources they're funding is going sort of to be pushed to that community. Um, and vice versa, for that community that does not participate, it's going to sort of get overlooked. Um, One one example of of how it benefits directly, let's just use, for example, the senior population or our elderly. Um, Mm -hmm. If we have a high um, elderly population, but the elderly do not participate, programs and services that are focused toward that population are going to be lacking for the next 10 years.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. Vice
1: versa. If, if there is a, a participation, high participation rate, then the benefit will be for that particular population. And that's the same way across different diverse, uh, across ethnic groups, across um, age groups, economic classes, et cetera, et cetera. It will impact us in many ways. One of the most, um, the, as far as finances, one of the most critical ways that it impacts us is it, it affects our economic development. And in mm-hmm. short, I'm going to explain that in two ways so we can sort of understand it. I make a joke, and I made it in a presentation or two that you may have been in, that um, for the African-American community, um, there, it, it is said that preachers like chicken places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, you know, for years, Clinton has been asking for certain chicken places. Uh, praise God, we've gotten a new one here Right here recently, but you know, Chick Fil A has always been warranted Well, the numbers of um, the numbers of our community does not warrant another business such as some of the chicken places of this size. Fayetteville is more highly populated, so they may be able to um, attract a business such as a Chick Fil A, whereas the County may not because it's not as densely populated, not as many people here. Um, and so it affects the economics of uh, the, the economic development of our, of our county. Um, what economic development does is when businesses come in, big business come in, they impact the tax rate to the point where citizens don't have to pay as many taxes. And so whenever we're property owners, whenever um, our numbers are submitted, businesses come in, um, our tax rates do not go up. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the biggest and the largest ways that it impacts us as far as financially. But it impacts us in so many ways. Um, our programs, our services, our, our parks and recreation services, um, um, all of those things that we enjoy from day to day, our numbers reflect and, and sort of give the state level and the federal level an idea of where the funding and resources. Now, the funding that is apportioned for the census is, 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 is a very astounding number, $675 billion. But Sancton County or North Carolina get $675 billion? No. But um, understandably so, the more populated you are, the, more, uh, the larger the slice of that money you, you get. And then, like I said, it's passed down to uh, fund the services Based off of how the numbers are represented. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Okay, wow, that's that's amazing. So it's very important for for us to uh, to to participate. So now we're we're down, you know, close to the to the end of the uh, the time frame for for this census. Um, tell us a little bit what Sampson County has been doing. Uh, and still continue to do up until the deadline time to uh, educate the citizens and and, uh, and and to get them to participate.
1: One of the key things that you mentioned
0: earlier, um, the way
1: Sampson County has tackled it, along with other counties, but um Samson County has really been aggressive and assertive in this matter, yes. is we pulled together what is called a complete count committee that complete count committee consisted of 30 individuals throughout the community throughout Santa county um, from the various locations um, a very diverse group of all ethnic backgrounds race genders uh, professional careers et cetera, et cetera. and we consider those individuals um, sort of like the pie pipers of the county whenever they speak um people listening uh, listen And they are sort of the trusted voices throughout the community because we knew that um, uh, this was going to take uh, relationship networks, um, et cetera, et cetera, in order to accomplish the goal that we wanted to get accomplished. And so we developed the complete count committee August of 2019, I believe the um, the board approved it and appointed the uh, committee, and since then we have been sitting, um, I think we met once or twice every month since then to develop what is called our, our CCC work plan. That work plan included um, all sorts of networking, strategies, thoughts, and ideas to, one, educate the community. The most critical piece was to educate the community about what the census is because um, and I've learned this over the last 10 months. A lot of our citizens, just as I was before taking the role, was not did not fully understand the impact of the census. And as hard as we work, I, I still, from time to time, still see that some are still unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've put out a lot of um, literature in, in written form and also video form, and they just. We've been out in the community, civic organizations, groups, churches, um, particularly in February and um, January prior to the pandemic, just giving presentations on what the census is, here's how you can help me, here's why it's critical. A lot of our citizens have taken advantage of that opportunity to get that information. And and even in the midst of the pandemic, as you mentioned earlier, sort of dampened and tamped down the fire a little bit, but we're still using social media platforms um, to accomplish that same goal. For example, we just, our oh, office just put together a um, compilation video of community leaders really encouraging the citizens to participate, even still, even in the 11th hour. Um, and that video is on the Sensei County social media webpage, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can look at that video. But um, we're, and then just and then the, the thing we're most appreciative of is for those individuals that participated on the committee, such as yourself, that have used their own means, such as you're doing right now with a podcast. But also your relationships um, through the church and just getting our church informed, getting our church population active and engaged, because what we'll more trusted voices. Are there in the community in the church, and so um, we've been trying to beat the bushes and getting everybody that we can have involved, involved to, to push the message. And we're just thankful for our, our civic organizations, our businesses, um, and our individuals that have, have uh, taken it and run with it. Mm-hmm. But there's a ton of information um, to wrap this part, this question up, so to speak. Um, there's a lot of information in and i myself personally as the the chair i make myself available if anyone wants um, to ask questions or even we have a few days remaining in The deadline is september 30th um and if anyone wants more information um feel free to reach me at the county office 910 and i'll be more than happy to provide the information that you need okay awesome awesome
0: so so what 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 is and you've just given us the deadline so what what can citizens at this point, especially those that have not uh, participated in it, uh, what do they need to do? If, if some may have letters or whatever. How easy is it actually just to take a few moments and uh, make this happen? What, what, what do they need to do at this point?
1: Well, what we're asking everyone to do at this point, and uh, the strategy behind it is we're not asking anyone to... Uh, we, we just want first and foremost we want citizens to participate if you yourself have not participated yet we're asking you to um to go online that's our preferred choice to go online to my 2020 censusgovernor and participate in the census it is a five to ten minute process it's very simple it is not invasive it's very safe and secure um to go online and to do so um you're, they're not asking for any bank account information, any private personal information um, so to speak and like I said it is a secure network um, more secure than honestly what we participate from, from time to time with online shopping um, we just ask, we ask our citizens to go online, complete the process that's the first thing but then also we ask that they just share um, the importance and the urgency um, from the messages that we're sharing. I, I'm most, uh primary form of communication right now is uh, the county's Facebook page. Um, so we'll yeah. just share from our page the messages that we've been sharing, the videos we've been sharing. They're, they have been tailored to be informational, not to give someone a whole elephant to swallow, but to give them the pieces of um, information that is needed to help them, um, to help convince them that they need to participate. The third thing is, we've noticed that we've got populations that have not participated historically in the past. In the 2000 and also 2010, we've got what are called hard to reach populations, and they have sort of become our target populations. And those populations include children under the age of five years old, our veterans, people uh, with disabilities, um, homeless rural residents, low-income and underserved, um, our senior population, um, migrant farm workers, which is really critical, um, our foreign-born immigrants, people with limited uh, English proficiency, and, and also our renters. Um, but the areas that are that we've really targeted the most are the, our children um, under the age of five, our senior residents, and then also our um, our minority populations, and that includes African American population and the Latino population, and so we're we're really um, pushing for those populations to get involved themselves, but then also uh, check with their neighbors, with their friends, and their family and, and, and loved ones to see that they have done so also, um, and if they need assistance, in particular, um, our senior population, if they are not as trusting of online platforms, um, you know, you, it's, it's okay for you to take your phone and say, okay, I'm going to help you walk through this and then go on and, and help them with that process. Um, we're really pushing the online process for this reason yeah. and this reason alone. The pandemic has sort of uh, caused a hurdle that we're, we're finding out that we are struggling to, uh, to jump over. The mm-hmm. hurdle is because the paperwork was submitted in February and March, right when the pandemic took over everything. And so right. in the past six months, a lot of individuals who have, were planning to participate have somehow um, or have understandably so. They've misplaced that paperwork and so now the misconception is that they can no longer participate. Um, you can still participate in the census. We don't want anyone to think that they cannot because they cannot find that paper. And if you, if you want to go back and look for it, feel free. But if you can't find it, no worries. Just go online, um, click on the, the, uh, the button um, to, to submit your census, and then it's going to direct you from there. It's going to ask you, uh, you're going to be able to select a link that says, if you do not have your census ID, click here. Once you click there, it is going to direct you through how to make sure they're identifying your household. And getting you, uh, getting your information to make sure you participate in the census. And so we really want we just we just want people first to make sure that they participate themselves. Check on their neighbors, family members um, to make sure they participated and, and assist them if needed. And then just share the information as
0: we prepare to to get through our self response um, deadline. Awesome, awesome. That that sounds real uh, good and and hits. Uh, that's some good information that we need to know because it's going to benefit all uh, everybody and and uh, and i think that's very important that we all know that that it's going to uh benefit everyone and it doesn't cost you anything uh, so what we really need to do is is to make this uh this this census count make make it count and and sampson uh sampson county needs it north carolina needs it our. um our state needs it, and so so it's very important. And so uh, elder Carl, we we definitely appreciate you uh, being with us today, and I, I certainly hope that uh, this information that he's sharing with you and has shared with you will be a benefit to help you hopefully nudge you guys on out there to go head on and and get this done before this month. You only have a few days, I think four days uh, before it is uh, it is ended. And uh, and that, that door is closed, and so it's, it's very important that we get get this uh, get make this happen. Uh, any closing um, before we wrap things up, Ellicar? Any closing remarks or anything or comments that you want uh, to share or make uh, before we wrap things up? Certainly, certainly. Um, this the is very important, um,
1: and this has been. Um, Completely transparent. Um, the census and voting really are two very important processes of our American government that gives us a voice. It, it gives mm-hmm. us the opportunity to make sure we're represented. and It gives us the opportunity to say, I count. Um, mm-hmm. My voice matters. Who I am as a person matters. Um, a lot of times, uh, the census is not participated in. As heavily amongst populations, as I mentioned earlier, the 2000 and 2010 resorts show that um, the African American community and, and, and some other minority communities have not participated as much or or as he- um, heavily as, as they probably should have. My my strongest desire is to see that every person across every racial um, every racial group participate. And so, I just want to strongly encourage everyone, um, including the African American community, to participate in it because you count, you matter, um, your voice matters. And so, that's that's the last thing I want to I I, I want to mention um, is that for everyone to just participate, even if you haven't in the past, if you don't quite understand it, it's safe and secure. But the main thing is it shows representation. It reflects who we are as a county um, more accurately. And, I, and it's our civic duty, our God-given right, and um, we want to make sure we take advantage of those opportunities.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, Elder Carl, thank you so much, man of God, for, uh, for joining us today and sharing that uh, vital information with us. We certainly do appreciate it to the highest. And that's all I have for you guys on today. I know many of you guys are preparing yourselves to get ready for work and uh, or either if you catch us on the replay. But we thank you all for, for joining us today on the podcast. And I, I certainly hope that you have a wonderful day and a fantastic week and continue to stay safe. As I always say, practice uh, practice those uh, three W's and, and uh, wait six feet, wear your mask, and wash your hands. And continue to do that so that we can get on through uh, this pandemic and get through this thing and do your part as a citizen uh, and as a resident of Sampson County. Go ahead and complete this sentence. Well, until next week, guys, we love you. and We appreciate you. And thank you for joining us on today. Shalom.